Welcome to the Pioneer Forage Forum, featuring news and information important to dairy professionals working for successful animal nutrition. Today we're speaking with Dave Miller, Pioneer Alfalfa Research Director, about assessing alfalfa stands. And Dave, now that winter is getting close to coming to an end, spring is on its way, what should producers be looking for right now in their alfalfa stands? Well, Cindy, first thing to remember is some of these recommendations will vary based on what geography you're in. Certainly some geographies are more more prone to winter kill than others, and I'm probably going to speak mostly to the areas that have more significant uh, uh, winter kill in, in what we call kind of the dairy crescent area. But in any case, in any area, what you're really trying to do is assess the yield potential of that stand to see if it's an economic proposition to keep it in for you in in the upcoming season. So before we talk about what to look for in the spring, I think it's important to look at what kind of factors affect winter injury going into the winter. Sometimes it seems as though uh, we think of all alfalfa stands. Well, how did alfalfa make it through the winter? And not all those fields out there are the same. They vary in things like stand age, variety, soil conditions such as pH, fertility, and moisture, especially fall soil moisture. They vary in cutting management. How many times was it cut the last year? When was the last cut? What was the cutting interval? And then in some parts of the country, snow cover is also a factor. Um, so then what you need to do, considering those factors, is, is go out to the, to the fields and you need to try and diagnose winter injury and different factors that you'll look for. Number one is just what's the rate that that field seems to be greening up. And you might do that relative to uh, other alfalfa fields, or you might do it relative to just other plants that green up in the spring, like grasses that grow on the roadside. If fields aren't moving along very quickly, it might be the first indication that you have trouble. Another thing to look for is what we call uh, asymmetrical growth. In terms of alfalfa, crowns tend to be round. And if half the crown is is growing and half the crown is not growing, we call that asymmetrical, and it's usually an indication that part of that plant has been damaged. Uh, Kind of similar to asymmetrical growth is also uneven growth, where maybe the whole round crown is alive, but some is taller and some is shorter, and that, again, would be an indication that some of those crown buds were injured in the winter. Probably one of the best ways to diagnose winter injuries is to dig up a few plants and examine the roots. If you dig up plants and split open that root and find a nice, healthy, firm, white color inside the root, that's an indication that that's a healthy plant. If, uh, by contrast, you have a plant that has, that's more grayish on the inside, a little soft and a little mushy, that would be an indication that it's damaged. And depending on the percent of that damage that you see, that would be an indication of uh, the health of the plant. Probably the single most significant measure is what we call the alfalfa stem count and then tie that to a yield potential. When I first started in the business, we would count number of living plants per square foot to assess spring stand, and, and we've changed that a little bit. Rather than number of plants, we're counting the number of stems per square foot. And if you have 55 or more stems per square foot, that's considered to be full yield potential. Anything less than that, you have a kind of a linear decrease in the yield potential of that stand. And once you start getting down probably to somewhere about half of that, uh, around 30, you're talking about significant yield loss and really need to then consider some of the economic factors in keeping that stand. 
All right. Well, uh, let's look at then uh, nutrient applications. What type of nutrient applications should be considered following the winter and what type of winter conditions would impact the decision on what type of, of applications should be considered? You know, again, with, with alfalfa, you don't have a, a, a uniform situation. So not all of those fields are the same age. Not all of those fields have had the same yield potential off of them. You just really need to consider what's happened in the past. And if you've done the replacement nutrients for those. Replacement nutrients for every ton of alfalfa, generally there's, uh, I think it's about 12 pounds of P2O5 and uh, about 60 pounds of K2O that, that come off for each ton, and so we, you need to have a replacement program there. And then, of course, it depends on how healthy that stand is after you've assessed it to determine whether or not you need to fertilize it for the year or, or consider putting it into another crop. So the last thing I would say about these topics is uh, anyone who has access to the, the web, certainly doing some sort of a search engine and typing in things like uh, assessing alfalfa winter injury, can call up a bunch of publications from various universities around North America to, to help with some of these things. And that is very good advice. All right. Thank you very much, Dave. That is Dave Miller, Alfalfa Research Director for Pioneer Hybrid. We invite your feedback, comments, and questions at worlddairydiary.com. I'm Cindy Zimmerman with the Pioneer Forage Forum.